We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. In middle school, I ate Pop-Tarts for breakfast every single day. I you ate... get more bizarre every no, day. No, no. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We appreciate everybody out there this morning that is chiming in post-4th of July. It's been a pretty lively crowd. Active day. Yeah, amazing. Active text line. We've had callers. It's been great. Thank you for everybody. Yeah, amazing. Watch us in the live streams as well. Jake, you were not sleep. You were not sleepy. You had good energy. I, well, I, I try to every day have energy. Yeah, some days are better than others. Yes. We <laughs> are joined now by Robin Washington of On3.com. Good morning, Robin. How is your energy this morning post-4th of July? You know, we're here. We're awake, <laughs> and we are uh, starting the return to a normal work week. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've been better. I've had better <laughs> days. But you know what? I'm, I'm hanging in there, and we're trudging along. Uh, we're going to get this thing done today. I love it. My I've man. My man. Fight, fight through, better. Robin. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to my motto. I've been better. <laughs> fight through it. <laughs> Just be real, man. I've, I have felt better in my life than I do right now. Well, you know, you know there's always a nap maybe in play. Uh, Rob, I, I'm going to put a, a good vision in your head here because I'm, I'm thinking about this. In a couple years, you might have a chance to be covering a Nebraska ball game at Poly Pavilion in UCLA. Has that hit you yet or not? Yeah, that would be sweet. Um, you know, obviously, the ways down the road here, but, yeah. you know, whoever thought that Nebraska would play in a, a home game in Poly or make it – potentially multiple trips out to L.A. during their conference schedule. So uh, it's definitely a, a unique wrinkle added to all this. Um, literally coast-to-coast scheduling now. And, you know, it's, what's crazy is with basketball especially, when you're playing three, four games in a week, like you know, there's times when there was a real grind for um, teams to have to manage schedule. I mean, they'd be gone for almost a full week of classes at, at some point. And now you're talking about literally going – to, you know, California to New Jersey at some points. Like, there's going to be some real logistical um, situations that uh, the conference is going to have to balance when it comes to sports beyond football, where it's not just one game a week. And mm-hmm. you got to wonder what, what the pod system is going to look like if they kind of tap into that a little bit uh-huh. to maybe cut down on the amount of travel some of these teams are going to have. Because you can't expect – Maryland to fly to play UCLA and then come no. back and play uh, the home game against Rutgers or anything like that. Like that's almost like not even feasible. So mm. I'm really curious to see what the conference does as far as kind of um, balancing out the amount of travel teams have to do in sports beyond football. Uh, Robin Washett joins us uh, from Nebraska on three covers basketball. You had an interesting vignette in one of our pieces last week about Sam Greasel. I didn't really it didn't really hit me the way you put this, but Sam Greasel was made available to the media first out of anybody on the team for these sessions that Nebraska will have with players. What did that tell you about Sam Greasel, the transfer player, the transfer guard from Lincoln East, by the way? I think it tells you a lot about what his role already is on this team um, as kind of one of the, not just faces of the team, but one of the, the clear leaders of that locker room. You know, they could have gone easily with a guy like Derek Walker or, um, you know, a returning guy like C.J. Wilcher or you know, someone that was at least on the team last year. Uh, but they went with Sam Griesel, who, um, you know, has been here since, I guess they start practice in June and 
Um, he's still not even doing anything right now on the court because uh, he's still recovering from uh, off-season hip surgery. So uh, I think that says a lot, the fact that he's already made that type of impression despite only being here for a few months or being with the program for a few months uh, and then being so limited with what he can do on the court. He's clearly, um, you know, I think, grasped that that role of being one of the top vocal leaders, the guy that's, you know, that Fred was talking about how, um, you know, in between drills, Sam's always pulling some of the younger guys aside and like coaching them through uh, drills and what they want. And a lot of that is because of the work he's already put in uh, as far as learning the the system. He watches a ton of film on his own. He's always uh, picking the coach's brains and whatnot. So while he's limited with what he can do, um, you know, as, as far as actually playing basketball, uh, he's more than made up for um, you know that with the the, the studying and just. Uh, learning of everything that he can on the on, from the mental side. So um, I think he's really been exactly what Nebraska wanted him to be um, as far as that that leader, that kind of culture setter uh, that is going to go a long way, I think, in you know getting this thing to where um, Fred's trying to get it now. You know, obviously they tried it one way over the last three years and it didn't work. And so now they're going with a different approach. And I think you you don't need to look any further than Sam Greasel as kind of the perfect example of of what this new path and the types of players they're trying to get um, you know, going forward. Come on, Robin Washington. Robin, we've seen now two straight off-seasons where Kisei Tominaga has had some really good results playing. Uh, he's with Japan playing some basketball. I mean, I, I, I'm curious, how does that translate to Nebraska this year? Because it wasn't a great year for him last season. How does he get that to translate this year to the Big Ten in a second go-round? Yeah, it's, it's hard. Big Ten basketball uh, is different in a lot of ways. Uh, especially when you compare it to um, the international game, where there's just you know, they they play differently. It's not as physical. There's more spacing. Um, shots are easier to come by, and it I think fits his game, you know, much better. And so that's why you see him flourish so much in these um, international competitions, whether it be the three on three or um, now with the the Japanese national team. Um, you know, he also got to kind of look. He had a really good game. Uh, I think it was yesterday, but it was against Chinese Taipei. So like. That's not Michigan State, you know. Like there's right. a big difference in just the level of competition you're playing. So, um, you know, the Big Ten's a, a different animal, and you know he really struggled uh, with the physicality of the league, um, just the length of defenders. His shots were just harder to get, um, and you know teams keyed keyed in on him. They knew that they had to guard him yep. well beyond the perimeter, and they just made how he normally operates. Uh, probably more difficult than he's ever experienced before. So um, it was a big transition for him. But, you know, now he's playing against grown men. I mean, he's, this is a, the Japanese Olympic team that is going down to Australia to play in the, 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 FIBA, um, the FIBA National Tournament. So, I mean, he's going to be going against, you know, a, a decent level of competition. And I think as much experience as he can get in those types of settings, especially, um, you know, in the five-on-five area, uh, that's going to be good for him, and hopefully he can continue to develop and be the type of player that um, you know Fred and, and Nebraska staff thought he would be when they signed him a couple years ago. One more for you, Robin. Uh, Robin Washett joins us from On3.com. You noted that Nebraska's 2023 schedule is pretty much set. Just 15 home games, the fewest since 2000 to, 2000 and 2001. And the marquee non-con home game is probably Boston College. How do you explain this? 
Well, it's kind of a series of events. Um, you know, obviously they're playing in Orlando, uh, so there's three games right there, and there's a chance all three will be against high major competition. But you know, that's a neutral site, um, you know, multi-team event. So there's three of them right there. The Creighton game is on the road this year. Um, the Creighton game is not being considered part of the Gavit game, okay. and so because the Big Ten ACC Challenge game, which is Boston College, is at home this year, they are required to have their Gavit game matchup be on the road, and so there was another road game. Um, and so then the Kansas State game, uh, that's a neutral site at the Sprint Center or whatever, P-Mobile Center, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. uh, down at Kansas City. Um, so, you know, just kind of all these different things where you're playing four of your 11 non-con games at neutral sites, you're playing at Creighton, you're playing at St. John's, and so it just kind of, um, you know, you're only getting five home non-conference games just with the way the schedule shook out so um you know they played 15 a couple different times since 02 i mean obviously the covid year um and then i think they did it relatively recently since then but yeah um you know it's, it's been a long time since they've had this bear of a of a non-conference home slate they do get some good league games coming in um that's just kind of to be expected with the big 10 but certainly a little bit left to be desired as far as uh, you know, draw some fan interest in their non-conference slate, but just kind of the way that everything shook out this year. Robin, always good stuff. Enjoy your recovery day, and we will chat yeah. with you again next week. Yes, I will need it. Thanks, guys. Robin dot com. We'll be doing a live chat at 10 a.m. If you want to weigh in with a question now that you are yeah, an on-three <laughs> subscriber. Yeah, yeah break, breaking news. Thank you. Breaking news, I am an on-three subscriber for $1. Help me stay employed. That's right, $1 for the full year. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of knowledge. It should be free. Yeah, basically. I always get a kick out of it when people ask me if they can get comped. I just tell them, do you just it's want me to time. hand you a dollar? <laughs> Would you just like a dollar? I can find a dollar. My dad, dad, you just, I'd just give you a dollar. Uh, <laughs> I will drive to your home and hand you one dollar. Yeah, I did it myself. No dollar needed. <laughs> uh, the newest on three subscriber is me. So congrats to me. Congrats to you. Congrats to you, Jake. Thank you. All sorts of good In all seriousness, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, 464-5685. Call the date down sip in trivia today. College towns. Okay. I will give you the university or college. Okay. You tell me what city or town it is located in. Austin, Texas. simple enough? Yeah. <laughs> the Longhorns will not be a question today. Okay. All right, 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464 5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Listen, I know that you're sleepy this morning and you had a long night, but we need a caller this morning. Oh, no, we don't. Here they come. Oh, there, there's one. 402 464 5685. How do you feel today about college towns? You've been to a lot of them. Uh, not maybe not these ones, but you yes. have been to a lot of college towns. I know you'll make it difficult. Yeah, you won't I'm give me the easy ones. That. I'll try my best. 
We have a caller on the line. We do have a caller. Gus will get our name here we in a second. We have a participant. Uh, Claytonia John says, can I have a dollar sip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Claytonia yeah, John, I'll you can. I'll you a buck. Come find me in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, Derek, how do you feel today about college towns? I'm feeling pretty good, Jake. Whoa, this is Derek. This is Derek in a car. This is it? the real Derek. This is Derek in a car. Yeah, Derek, are you on this 77? Is the real Derek, yeah. are, are you on 77? I'm on the uh, first blacktop headed south okay. in a truck today. Well, he's in a truck. Oh, what kind of car what kind of truck? Can, can you say do you mind saying? It's a 2006 Dodge Ram 2500 four-wheel drive quad cab. Okay. Oh, now that is specific right there. We like the details. Thank you, Derek. Let's right, do this. Uh, Let's Sip do is this. 24 and 17 since the reset. Can you start off the week strong? First question, Derek, goes to you. What city is the University of Virginia located in? Blacksburg. Steel. That would be Virginia Tech. I have been here. I, I, I covered a pre-season WNIT game in this city back in the Paul Sandifer era. Nebraska, um, I think that was what I was doing. I can't exactly remember. Um, but I was there at Charlottesville. Whatever what the you, hell was I doing You were doing there, there for some reason, yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> I, was I was covering a Nebraska women's game. I'm not sure exactly. Charlottesville yeah. is correct. Yes. Was it a nice town? Yes, it was. Okay. All right, sit for I should have known that. I was stationed in Virginia. Oh, Derek. Yeah, come on, Sorry. Derek, next time. All right, sit for the 2-0 lead, your first actual question. What city – is Utah State University located in? That's a tough one. Hmm. Is that for, is that this for is, me? This is Sip's question. If, you, if he misses me. it, you can steal okay. it, though. So get, let him answer first, then you can steal if he misses it. I, what are uh, you doing? Looking it up on Google right now? His head. He's, he's doing that thing where he goes his eyes back of the head to try to find it. Yeah, <laughs> it's cranium. Logan. 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 Utah is correct. Ah. A good start. It is not over yet, Derek. You're down two zip, but stay alive. Last question for you. What city is Duquesne University oh. in? Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, that's God. a tough one. Oh, God. That's hard. Uh, I'm not even sure I know the state. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say. Madison, Wisconsin. It is a loss for Derek to begin the week. You got a guess there, Sip? Yeah, I think it's Pittsburgh. It is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is correct. Danny Knee was once the head coach yeah. at Duquesne. Oh, Duquesne that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, Derek, thanks for calling in. We'll get you a bagel and a coffee, but calling down the road and safe driving today. Thank you, guys. Great show. Always Thank you, love Derek. It. Thank you, Derek. We appreciate 25 that. 25 and 17. Eight games over. That doesn't happen very often. Are you getting scared over there? Yeah, it's, well, I'm in weird territory right yeah. now. I'm going to yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah, and if you win tomorrow, it's a short week. You're guaranteed a non-losing week. Short week. Yeah, because we have a show yesterday. Yeah, that's right. It's Tuesday right. today. It's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. That's amazing. That's amazing. Hey, what, you got another one? Yes. I've got two questions for you, actually. Well, this is a question and a tiebreaker. Moorhead State University is located in Moorhead in what state? Moorhead. Um, I think that's in Utah. That would be in Kentucky. Oh, that's a bad guess. And me. last question, tiebreaker. 
Jesus. But he won the game. Should have known that one. Northern Iowa is in Cedar Falls. Yes, yeah, been Iowa. there. Been there. As of 2020, what is the population of Cedar Falls? Oh, it's Iowa? really confusing because you you know why? Because you think Cedar Rapids. I, I'm going Cedar Falls. I've here. been in Cedar Falls. I think it's 72,000. Try 40,713. Oh, That's it. Anybody in the text line listener from Cedar Falls? I mean, we, we got Iowa listeners everywhere. Yeah. Can can anybody confirm that that's close? Because that was as, last time I checked. I mean, I checked yesterday, but that was their last guess as of 2020. Was about forty thousand seven hundred thirteen. Okay, that's probably. Hey, know, you know what? You... A win's a win today. You got yeah. the game show victory, and you go in tomorrow a winner. It is seems not, very fleeting, but yes, not, <laughs> tomorrow I am a winner. It, it is not always that way to begin a week, but uh, you should take it. The spillover is next on Early Break on the Ticket.